This is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey guys, another imperfect, unpolished episode coming your way. That's just kind of how I live life. It's pretty imperfect. Um, Sometimes my clothes don't match and sometimes they don't comb my hair or wear mascara and guess what? Life moves on. So we're going to hear from a client of mine and then we're going to talk about pressured eating in a little bit, but I wanted to give you the heads up that my upcoming program, it is called Food Crazy. Um, That is launching this August and I have a link in the show notes to get on the early bird uh, presale list. So you don't want to miss that out. You know you are food crazy if you have ever done a diet in the past and obsessed over eating perfectly or done the extreme opposite and eaten all the food in sight because you felt deprived while you were on the diet. You definitely want to check out the links um, in the show notes. All right, we're going to hear from one of my clients. She's awesome. We just heard from her yesterday. She was checking in on the app that we use um, so that I can coach her along the day. Um, she can hear my voice. I can hear her voice. And it's just a good way to connect, especially in a time when, you know, a lot of the stuff we do is on technology and sometimes we lose that human connection. So it's a really great way to connect with, um, someone across the internet and to help them with the things happening in their life. Um, so she is a new runner. Uh, she's dabbled with it in the past, but the last two months of working with me, um, she's definitely made it more consistent and we've been talking about ways, you know, to use fitness as value added. Um, so while we do lose weight when there is a calorie deficit, right. And we're moving our bodies or eating healthier foods, um, foods that aren't as calorie dense, we're going to lose weight and she has lost weight. Uh, and that was one of the cool things, um, that she hasn't been perfect. And we've been talking about that a lot. Like it's better to be imperfect, but be consistent with things than to do a perfect diet and, you know, make ourselves food crazy. So she's been doing a really awesome job. She ran two miles yesterday and we're going to hear from her how she did today. Don't worry. Don't worry. She's taking some rest days, definitely thinking about fitness and food as a value added and taking care of herself. All right, let's hear from her. So today I made a choice. I know that tomorrow and Thursday I have um, those ready, set, teach workshops at McCormick Place. Um, so I know I'm not, I have to get up super early to get there. So I know I'm not going to like have this time in the morning. So day two, two miles again. And I think I was like two minutes faster than yesterday, even though I didn't really feel like it. But when I heard the time, I was like, oh, wow. Like I did do it. And I did it two days in a row. So gold star for me. <laughs> Um, I will talk to you later. Hey, what up? Greetings. We are coming to you. We're not in the South anymore. I know, crazy. We are back in Chicago for a little bit of time. Um, currently on the Northwest side, taking the pup for a walk. And crap, there's a sprinkler. So fun facts about Jameson. She hates water unless she is drinking it. She hates getting sprayed with water. Oh, poor pup is not happy. But we finished the last leg of our southern road trip back in Chicago right now. Uh, taught this morning and my non-negotiable these days is to get up and move my body as soon as I'm done teaching. Sit in front of a screen for like four hours in the morning. My eyes hurt. My legs hurt. You know, we are just not meant to be sitting as people, as humans. Um, and a lot of 
a lot of the things that we have happening in life can really um, be solved by getting movement in. I know we've talked about that a lot on the podcast, um, how important meat is and how a lack of movement you know, really contributes to a lot of the issues that we have in life. The stress, the, you know, sadness, um, weight gain, lots of different things. Um, and, you know, momentum, you know, motivation is created by momentum. And so if we just dedicate time every day to moving our bodies and doing it every single day. And I'm not talking about going to CrossFit class. You know, I'm not talking about running a marathon every day, but just getting up and moving our bodies and making it a point to do that. Um, a lot of problems can be solved just with that simple thing. So I asked Paul before we left what we should... Whew, I'm on diversity, guys. Sorry. Lots of traffic here. I asked Paul what we should talk about on the podcast today, and he said, talk about how dogs... Um, Dogs get more neat in. Dogs take more steps. And I don't really know what else there is to say about that, except Jameson has four legs. I unfortunately only have two. Uh, when Jameson is walking, she's taking a lot more steps than me. So there's that, guys. There's the podcast. But no, today we're going to talk about um, different types of eating. So I know we talked about stress eating yesterday. I want to talk about pressured eating and how I define that, um, what that means to me. Um, I talked to a lot of you about stress eating and you said that you stress eat because of work, because of relationships, um, stuff with kids, just like not knowing how, Ooh, that's a bug, not knowing how to handle those feelings. And so, you know, we know, I'm not just saying you, we, we know that, you know, we turn to foods like chips or ice cream, um, because they like, you know, they feel really good when we're eating them. Sometimes we feel a little bit naughty. And so we turn to them and it feels good for maybe like 30 minutes. And then it's like the, oh crap, why did I do that? Or we start to feel sluggish right after we do it. And so we either feel guilty and want to start a diet where we're only eating greens or we continue to eat like that because we're like, yeah, half it, feel this way anyway, might as well continue this. So it's a really, um, yeah, it's the cycle that we put ourselves in. And it's like the crazy thing, that, like a lot of things in life is that we know what like the thing to do, like what the right thing to do is. And it's just about slowing ourselves down and um, thinking about our decisions and finding other ways that actually work. I like to talk about, you know, controlling the things that we can um, and letting go of the things that we can't. We might not always be able to control the stuff that other people do or the stuff that happens at work. We can't control other people, but we can make the decisions. We can control what it is that we consume, how it is that we react. Those are things that we can work on. And like I said, <laughs> this stuff is not perfect. You're not just like, oh, I listened to one podcast. Now I can magically do this all the time perfectly. Nope. It's going to be imperfect. You're going to mess up. Anytime you're working on something, it does not happen overnight. And you know, 10 years from now, you still might mess up on stuff, but it's just growth, like slow growth, growth mindset, baby steps, guys. 
All right, so what we're going to talk about today is um, pressured eating. So I define pressured eating as anytime um, outside forces are like pressuring me, trying to convince me to eat food that like biologically, like I know, like don't actually want to eat that. Like maybe I'm not hungry, but like other things are pressuring me um, to eat. And so going back to what I said, controlling the things that we can and letting, letting go of the things that we can't and realizing when, um, when it is something that we can control, when it's something that we can't control. So pressured eating. So some examples, I have a client that goes to her uh, parents' house every week for dinner and sometimes her parents kind of guilt her into eating certain foods that she doesn't really want to eat. Um, like, oh, come eat this with us. You know, you were, you were more fun when you ate foods like this. Um, and so at times she feels pressured because she doesn't want to let her parents down. She doesn't want to make them feel bad um, because she's not eating certain foods. Or she doesn't want to make them feel bad because she's not eating um, in certain quantities that maybe she used to in the past. Um, I know when I go to my parents' house, sometimes I feel pressured, even though they're not saying things to me. But I feel pressured because, oh my gosh, there's all of this food there. My dad is in food sales, and he gets a lot of samples of things like cookies or cake or meat, ribs, steak, bacon, like all of these different things that maybe we wouldn't have stockpiled in our fridge, but it's there. And sometimes I feel pressured to eat it just because it's there. Um, it's coming from like a scarcity mindset of like, oh my gosh, I have to eat this because it's there because there will be a time that it's not there. So it's another example of pressured eating. Or when we go to the movie theater and we smell popcorn. Maybe we weren't even hungry before we got to the movie theater, but we smell that popcorn or we go to the mall and we smell the Cinnabon, right? And they're pumping that stuff into the air. Like they're pumping it so that we smell it and we uh, buy it, even if we're not hungry. Or not just that we buy it, but we don't get the small, which is still rather large. We get the medium or the large or the extra large because we think we gotta get some sort of deal. Or when we go to a buffet or an all-inclusive resort or vacation, I talked about this, um, we go to the all-inclusive you know, resort and we're like, I have to eat, I have to drink all of these things, even though I don't feel hungry anymore, even though I actually feel sick, I have to keep eating because I have to get this deal. I paid this extra money for it to be all-inclusive. I have to keep eating because I got to get my money's worth. Who cares that I feel like crap? I'll deal with that later. I'll deal with that feeling like crap later. I'll go on a diet. Um, but right now I feel pressured. I have to eat this food. And so you know, we come, there's all these different situations, there's all of these different environments, circumstances that we um, come, we get ourselves into, or, um, you know, it's just life. Like that's, there's never going to be this time where you're only, you only have organic fruits and vegetables and uh, grass-fed meat in front of you. There are going to be all these different times. And it's really a matter of like listening to what we actually want to do and remembering that we are in control of how, you know, of how we eat, of what we choose to eat, of how we want to feel. 
We know when we go to an all-inclusive resort, we know when we go to a buffet, we feel like death afterwards. We know those things. Um, so we have the choice, like we can decide, you know, I'm actually not going to do the all-inclusive resort because I end up spending more money because I'm overeating and I end up spending more money because I have to, you know, do a diet afterwards. I have to sign up for whatever. I have to go see a personal trainer afterwards. I have to, all of these different things. I have to buy bigger clothes because it sets me off on, you know, a weight gain spiral. So we are in control. Um, it was really great this past week or the past two weeks rather, being on a road trip, um, remembering that I was not pressured to eat any of the foods I could decide to eat or not eat any of them. And like life would move on. I didn't feel like I was missing out, but also I felt in control. If I do want to eat the fried pickles because they're delicious, I can eat them and I can also stop myself anytime I want to. Um, and that doesn't come overnight. That took lots of practice, lots of messing up at all-inclusive resorts and hating how I was physically feeling and deciding, actually, I'm going to take responsibility for myself. I'm going to, you know, learn what works for me and what doesn't work for me and decide to match my actions to my goal. My goal, whenever I sit down at a meal is to leave the meal feeling um, good, feeling good about my decisions, feeling, uh, you know, eating enough, but not feeling like crap afterwards. And so if we think about what food is, yikes, scary dog. It's not that scary. Hold on, let's get past this dog. Eek, come on, Jamie, let's go. Oh, it's actually a cute dog. Okay, so if we think about, you know, what food is, food is calories, right? Calories are energy. And so when we eat food, when we consume calories, we want it to energize us. We want food, biologically, we, are, we want it to energize us. Yes, there are like emotional factors and different things, but like anytime I eat food, I want to leave that wheat meal feeling good about my choices. I want to enjoy the meal and I want to be able to move on with life. I don't enjoy that feeling of being overstuffed. I don't like at the end of Thanksgiving, not feeling like I can wear my pants and I have to unbutton my pants. I know sometimes it's funny and we joke about it and whatever, and it is, but like, I don't enjoy that feeling. I don't know if you do. I don't enjoy feeling um, like a zombie after eating. I don't enjoy feeling like I need to take a nap after eating and it wasn't until I stopped eating crap over and over and over again that I realized huh actually I don't have to feel like crap I don't have to pressure myself into eating all of this crap and feeling like a zombie I don't have to take a nap after I eat if I learn to actually listen to my body um but sometimes we get ourselves, you know, we're in these pressured situations, these pressured eating situations where we feel like we have to do it. And I mean, the, the reality is we're grown adults. Um, maybe in elementary school, I was in D.A.R.E. I don't know if you had D.A.R.E. Um, when you were in school, but it taught us how to, you know, like not feel pressured to do drugs or drink. And the reality is we're adults and we have to take that ownership and know that no one can pressure us. Um, 
There are going to be people that pressure us whether they know it or not. Marketing tactics that are going to try to pressure us into doing things. And those things probably aren't going to go away. But when we take responsibility, we're like, this is how I want to feel. These are the actions I need to take to match how I want to feel. No one can pressure us into anything. They can't. We are the ones that make the, the choices in our life. We are the ones that decide how you know we want to live our lives, how we want to feel, what goals we want to achieve. And it really is you know, up to us to make those decisions and do what we want. Um, and I think the important thing is that, you know, pressure tactics aren't ever going to go away. Like our parents are going to over, they're going to encourage us to overeat because that's how they grew up. We can't change what our parents do. Um, restaurants are going to encourage us to overeat. Um, that's how they make money. They like fill our plates up. They encourage us, you know, oh, you can get this, you know, you can get this extra pie for $1.50 with your meal. You can upgrade, you can supersize, you can, um, you can get this pasta and you can bring some pasta home. Um, you can enjoy our ever, never ending breadsticks, right? These tactics to get us to come in, but we are the ones that decide actually one breadstick is enough. I don't need to eat all of them. Actually, I'll have a couple tortilla chips before my meal, but I don't need to eat the whole basket. We're the ones that have to make that decision because we just can't, um, we can't rely on other people to, you know, help us live the life we want to live. We have to take that responsibility for ourselves. Um, what else do I want to see about this? So yeah, we talked about movie theater parents. Oh, and that's the other thing. So right now we are staying, um, in at our house still living out of our suitcase and, there, you know, there's food that maybe I wouldn't buy, but it's like delicious food, like cookies, biscuits, you know, cereal. Oh my gosh, I love cereal. I there's a time where I wouldn't allow myself to even be around cereal, but once we decide, actually, I'm the one that's in control, and it doesn't matter, you know, I'm the one that gets to make the decisions. I can be around these foods, and I can be okay. And the past couple of weeks. I've just been like learning more about how messed up my eating was the past, like in my late twenties and early thirties when I was heavy into dieting, um, and meal plans and perfect meal plans and whole 30 and all that. And just like how messed up it was that I, like, I wasn't in control of my life. I was, I was over controlling things. I was over planning and then not able to live life because of those things. And, um, it's just really sad. Like so many things that I had to miss out on because I didn't feel safe because I, you know, like I just wasn't taking responsibility for myself. Um, and I, one thing that we were talking about was, um, when I first got a job, when we first moved to Atlanta, I, was still doing Whole30 at the time. I had, you know, we'd moved to Atlanta. I was doing Whole30 in February of 2016. Um, went on a job interview and it was for a company that uh, supplied food, like restaurants. We had restaurants come into office buildings. And so I was going to be working with this tech company and having to be around food constantly, you know, Chinese food, Mexican food, um, 
American food, just anything that anyone would eat for lunch. That's what I was going to be around. So it was like, I was like, I need to get my shit under control. I need to, I don't want to be that weird girl that has food issues. I want to be the person that like is just a normal person. I just want to be a normal person around food. Don't want this anxiety about food. I don't want this stress about food. Don't want to go somewhere and feel like I can't be around this or be that person that's like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing Whole30. I'm doing paleo. I'm doing keto. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing plant-based cleanse. I can't be around that. Didn't want to be that weird girl. Um, and so it was like, I need to get my shit under control. I need to get my shit together. And it, you know, it's taken, it's taken two years to get there. Um, it didn't happen in 30 days, didn't happen overnight, but now it's like, you know, I can be around food and not be worried. I can be around food and not feel pressured to eat perfectly. And I can be around food and not feel pressured to binge. Um, I can be around food and I can control my decisions. So I really want to encourage you to stop with the perfect eating. Stop with the binge eating, the opposite, right? Um, anytime that we pull one way and we try to be perfect and follow a diet, we know that, you know, the yin and the yang, we're going to be swayed to the other way eventually and we're going to binge eat. We're going to feel out of control. And so not feeling completely um, perfect, you know, super, super over controlling and not feel helpless. Um, but finding that, that middle part, that middle place and that's hard and it's tricky and it takes time. Balance does not happen overnight. Balance, it's a continuous balancing act, continuously. Always, you know, a little bit this way, a little bit that way, but just practicing it over and over and over again. Um, yeah. But anyways, hope that your, what is today? Tuesday. Hope it's going well. Let me know what you, hear, what you think about this. Have you ever felt pressured into eating one way or the other? And what has worked for you? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. I also have the links to my email. Love to hear from you. Take care.